3: Hello and welcome to another live Disney Radio show here on Orlando Sky Radio. You join us for all the latest Disney news, kinda, and loads of other bits of great stuff to do with Disney parks and Disney stuff around the world. Joining me, as always, is uh, Juz. Hello, Juz.
0: Hello, Adam. Hello, Disney pod people, How Disney radio people.
3: How are you doing? I'm doing okay. You're doing just okay? Is that what we're getting? Well, at the moment, yes, yeah, sadly. Oh. Not been well, but I'm struggling on like a little truth He is doing well. We're he's ever, ever so proud of him. Ever so proud. And uh, joining us with his sock, it's Alan. <laughs>
2: Hello, how are you doing? We're all right. Oh, <laughs> I like really your weird. Tony the Tiger impression at the beginning.
3: What, did I do a Tony the Tiger impression?
2: I'm doing... What was it, how are you doing? Great! Did I
3: do that? Yeah, you oh, did dear. a bit of a grow. I've suddenly turned... Well, I am actually wearing a Tiger's t-shirt.
0: Turn the tiger dead. No, don't, don't
3: tell everybody enough of that this week. We I'm still eating the ours, approved right. food, Frosties <laughs> from 1942, which have got bits of Tony the Tiger in it.
2: Although, although you know. other frosted cereal is available, <laughs> we don't have to do that. It's fine. Disney bit
3: does not condone um, or recommend. Or yeah, we do not condone or recommend any cereal other than. Yeah, I don't know. Other than Mickey it, shapes, unless it's served in. Uh, inside the Disney parks that's the only reason we're going to be able to approve it that's how it works right so okay. well, let's tell you a little bit about what's going on this week uh, we've got loads of stuff to talk to you about um, we'll have a quick discussion about something that Disney posted today with regards to a new interactive attraction coming to the Magic Kingdom Around the World in 80 Segments is back hurrah we haven't done it for a while we're heading into World Showcase today and we're going to be having a look at some of the areas there and we've also got a new segment I, don't, I haven't really got a, a name for this new segment what Alan, you, you're kind of involved in it this week. Have we got a name for it?
2: Um, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll
3: try and think of a name just before the segment comes on. Okay, so you've got a name you're going to try and think of before we start. But to start off, we've got some sad news for you. Um, to let you know that uh, Annette Funicello, who was one of the original Mouse cateers, uh has died today, at age 70. And she died peacefully from complications due to multiple sclerosis. Uh, a disease which she's battled for over 25 years. I know she was in a coma for about the past four months as well. But Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger in a statement did say she will forever hold a place in our hearts as one of Walt Disney's brightest stars, delighting an entire generation of baby boomers with her jubilant personality and endless talent. So uh, sad news to hear that she's she's passed away. Too young. Too young indeed, 70. But um, yeah, I obviously don't remember... The original, uh, just. <laughs> <laughs> but you, rec- you remember the coffee, <laughs> yeah. Right, I don't remember the original uh, Mickey
2: Mouse Club. We, yeah, admittedly, I never saw the original Mouseketeer lineup. Um, but obviously, it's she's, it's a name that you've heard of. You've seen her on YouTube. You've seen yeah. her in like his, his historical photographs. Um, but fingers you crossed. You say
0: historical photographs. Yeah. As yeah. if it's that old. Yeah, kind of. Oh, old. I okay. saw it in a portrait she had done. <laughs> <laughs> not, not
2: quite that I, way, no.
0: You're aging me at the same did, time you're saying that, way. Alan. Will you stop it?
2: It's <laughs> old. Okay. Okay. Henry um, VIII,
0: I remember. Wasn't she the ninth wife? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Beheaded, divorced, became That's
3: That's pretty much what it is, yeah. Anyway, um, what I was
2: going to say go was... On. At least she's got a tribute in the uh, Muppets 3D show. Yeah, well... That's
0: yeah, true. I bet she's chuffed about that. <laughs> Life or tribute in Muppets show.
3: Yeah, well, of course Jane Hansen passed away earlier on this week as well. Yes. Oh. Which, um, which is sad as well. But um,
2: It's all happening this week. It's all... And there was a big uh, non-Disney death today
3: yeah and the death of lucas arts as well that's gone too oh that's just ruined my news story for later never mind <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh we have got loads of stuff to talk to you about but uh, one of the things um uh, we want to talk to you about to start off with is something new that's coming to the disney park which is called pirates adventure treasure of the seven seas if you go over to com now you'll be able to look at the video of this but we just want to bring you the audio of. Um, of the video just so you can hear it because we want to hear sort of what these guys have got to say about it so uh, I've got an audio of about 1 minute 20 and then we'll be back
4: Hello I'm Jonathan Ackley I'm with Walt Disney Imagineering and today we're here to talk about A Pirate's Adventure Treasures of the Seven Seas In this attraction you get to play the role of a pirate and save Adventureland Now of course there's danger along the way there's a panther spirit and you call forth its tremendous mystic power There's five different pirate raids. Each one has its own separate map. You'll get your magic talisman and one of those maps, and you'll go off and find the treasure in Adventureland. My favorite installations are Shoe Chest, where you get to fire the cannon, blast open this locked treasure chest, and reveal the treasure inside. It's really cool. If you recall, Jack has a magical compass that leads you to the thing that you want most. So you actually find Jack's compass and it tells you where to go next in your adventure. Well done, my lovelies. Let's see where the compass points. And that might lead you to a rather salty old pirate parrot. <whistles>
0: Don't shoot! Don't shoot! I'm just the messenger!
4: One of the spots you get to go to is you'll tap the mark of a sand dollar, and the oyster will open and reveal a magical pearl that hides inside. This is a great attraction that's fun for all ages. We really love telling stories, and we really love creating new immersive environments. And we sure hope that when the guests come and experience a pirate's adventure, Treasures of the Seventh Sea, that they will enjoy it as much as we've enjoyed creating it for them.
3: There it is then, Pirate's Adventure, Treasures of the Seven Seas. Have you guys had the chance to look at the video for this? Literally 20 minutes ago, I was there. Uh, Juz?
0: Literally 20 minutes in the future, I'll be there. <laughs> okay. Alan, what do you
2: think? <laughs> um, i got to think that it is very much like Source of the Magic Kingdom. It does look awesome, though. It, it does look fantastic um, um, because it's interacting with actual objects rather than just videos.
3: Yes, and I, I must admit, when I watched it, uh, I got a little bit excited. I think a little bit weak came out, but there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I loved it. I was looking at it again. This looks amazing. I'm quite excited by this, and I want to see this very soon. Um, so, you have to change ha- the
0: rating of Disney bit now you've
3: said that. Yeah, sorry, we have to change it to Disney. When bit I I was clean. thinking. I
2: really don't want to see that very soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> see what? You know what? But I, uh, I quite. <laughs> I do quite fancy it. um <laughs> And it does look very, very good, and uh, it's something that I'm going to be heading for. I love the fact that they've got the compass there from Jack Sparrow, which points you in the right direction. All those interactive elements and bits and pieces, as you say, it's a little bit light sort of for the Magic Kingdom, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing
0: it. Can I point out? Yeah, go on. And this is in relation to something you're going to do in a minute, so I yeah. don't want to move anything anywhere. Yeah. We had a discussion yesterday on um, Orlando, yeah. probably the best Orlando podcaster possibly is. I think he probably is. More than, more than um, the best and you were not excited well not not excited but they spent all these millions of dollars on test track revamp yeah and you went like yeah i'll pop in because it'd be interesting because i'll pop in anyway and they do this and you're like woohoo well
3: yeah it it is cool
0: isn't it funny how they can spend a fortune and no one cares yeah and on the other hand they can do something like this and you're like yes
3: we're talking about um talking to people. We did talk to Craig Duncan yesterday I on know, I know Orlando, which we're going to play him in a second. He has just texted me to let us know that he is listening while uh, while lying by the pool. Can so I just point nice out, he
0: bothers us even when he's away.
3: even when he's away on holiday, he bothers us. But uh, they're... Um, um there's loads of ways you can get hold of it you can contact us on twitter at disney brit so you can also contact us via email which is radio at disney brit.com and you can contact us via our facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash disney brit podcast Just a few people to shout out to just after dark thank you very much for retweeting or uh, one of our tweets there and uh, roger palmer again time for at disney brit podcast plus a bit of wrestlemania so there you go so he's well, wrestling make-
2: and go on um i've got to say congratulations to some people for getting the um wearing the wearing the wheel oh yeah what right. well, well,
3: well, what did we get yeah
2: um hayden pronto hussy yeah. and jamie simons yeah both guessed that it was um the wearing in the wheel picture was at the 50s primetime cafe fab and they I win can i say something yeah go on you
0: list. say something i've got a giveaway what have you got i don't know i've got the customer rules by the cock yeah I have a that's just come out book to give away, but I don't know how to give it away. So it's up to you and
3: Alan right, how you want to. Let's have a think about that.
2: eBay, eBay always a good <laughs> way. <laughs> no, I do it that way.
0: Let's have a think about that. But uh, yeah, what that helps gonna... listeners, doesn't it? It's on eBay. <laughs> Starting price. And the
2: and the, way, the way that you win it is you put the highest price in.
0: You know, if yeah. I close my eyes, it was almost like having dunks
3: back then, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was suddenly money, wasn't it? It's, it's dunks. Yeah. Uh, I know he's listening by the pool, and I'm going to get an angry text in a second now anyway. But, but he's uh,
0: by a pool in the sunshine, <laughs> and we're not. We did, talk
3: to, we did talk to him yesterday on Iron Orlando uh, as he was queuing up and getting ready to go on Test Track again. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a listen to that conversation and find out just what Grumpy Dunks wants to talk about with regards to Test Track <laughs>
0: You are listening to the Disney Brit Radio Show, live on Orlando Sky Radio.
5: Hello. Donks. Hello. Hey, Josie, Adam,
0: hello. Hello. Okay, we're, we're on the show at the moment. Um, Adam just received a text from you about Test Tracks. So we thought, why don't we phone you up and ask you, what's it like?
5: Okay, well, actually, you've caught me now. I am just in the entrance to Test Track. We've just gone through to go and design our car. Again? So I'll I tell you okay, well what I think, right. So we've just picked up our annual process, our plastic ones, which are a lot better, because you can now use these on a lot of the rides. So you use them on Test Track and some of our thrills. And the design in the car element is amazing. It's really, really cool. And the way it works in the ride is very cool. What I don't like, and what I was saying to Adam about it, is I don't like the way that the ride now, if you go on, you don't have your ABS testing, you don't have your hot, cold paint application, you don't have your crash going through the door scene, you know, you don't have all of that. It looks very nice, it's all futuristic, it looks like you're inside Tron, but to me, it's not as relevant as what it was before when you were testing a car. Do you think Um, it's
3: lost a lot of the education? I
5: think it has, yeah. I mean, you know, it's very visually stunning, and, you know, the implementation of the designing of the car part is excellent. And the way that that's used afterwards, so you, 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 run, you ride in the, the, in the Test Track car and it gives a score based on efficiency, power, economy, you know, um, some other forces, some other things. And then the car that you've designed then gets rated against those, those things and gets given a score. And, like, the best, one, best score of the day comes up on the screen in the design of the car. And then afterwards, which is really cool, there's a massive virtual, um, like a racing game, you know, like the old-fashioned fairgrounds where you put the 25p in and you all drove a car around a track, yeah, all yeah. standing around the outside. Well, you do that virtually. You tap your RFID card against the um, the, the side, you all your car comes up, and you race the other cars in a, in a video game, and there's loads of those. That's really, really cool, and the kids love doing that. But it's just the actual ride itself, you know, I've been quite happy with them to even futurise the tests that have the same test, because, you know, you just don't you just have one thing called a collision waiver test done. Right. So, um And I'm literally now walking into the chamber where we design a car. So Kieran has got his card in his hand. I don't even know what number I was standing on. Here we go, we're standing on one. Design station seven. So we're just picking English. I'll talk you through what you have to do. This all... Mm-hmm. This is like a live scooter, so you can either pick a sports car, a truck, or like a little mini smart car. So Kieran's gone for the sports car, all right? And then you get to design the wheelbase of the car, so you've got two buttons. You can make it a long wheelbase or a short wheelbase, depending on what you want. There you go, Kieran, drive that line up, number two. Okay, touch the screen to refine, so now we optimise the car. This is where it gets a little bit west of the custom. You get to do the airflow going over the car, so you have to raise the middle. The You've got those options there, here, where you can put it. You've got three kind of places you can put. Each design of the car, so we're going to move the bonnet and make it really slip. Like that. Okay, can go forward? You going to change that one? There we go. Oh, that's nice. Very dome-like. Click on the arrow to go forward. And all of the time, you get in the rigging for capability, efficiency, power, and responsiveness. What well, interesting... So
3: to see is if this changes anything in your ride for the first time. Sorry, What would be interesting to see is whether this changes anything in the ride for the first time. You're breaking up now, buddy. I can't hear
5: you. Uh-oh. We're losing dunks. No, no. Sorry, I, we're losing you. I think it does right Now, Kieran's just
0: now gone for a uh, plasma burning power on the car, or has he
5: gone for solar power? Why wow, Fuel cells, There's all these different options. Electric, who wants that? You want to have plasma power, you've got to stick two very secure engines on the
0: back. <laughs> yeah, forget the, you can, forget the eco side of it.
3: It's not yeah, going to be the environmentally friendly You want it narrow, you can do the
5: width of the car, you can make it long, you can make it long. There you go, and now go forward. As you know, there's people on the radio listening to it. Dunks.
0: yeah can i does does everyone can i can hear a lot of voices does everyone seem to be enjoying this side of it uh from, from looking there around must
5: be yeah there must be hold on So there's one 10 20 30 40
1: 50,
5: 50, 50 80 stations with it must be a 50 50 inch screen each one right. um so yeah no, that's quite that's quite a lot actually it's quite uh, people seem to like it, you know, you can put strikes on the car that's what Kieran just puts that strikes on. Um, I mean, it's quite an, it's not like the sum of all the drills design, if you remember doing that, Adam, you know, when you've got three or four options. It's pretty, yeah. Everybody's got the same amount of time right, to okay. do this. Uh, and then, at the matter of fact, you get to a point where it just stops and your car's built however far you get to. Oh, right. Wow. Um, so, Kieran is now changing the wheels of the car proper Essence boys and some big wheels on there. inside the side right? as yeah, There you go. You can turn it into a monster truck. Look at that. Um, so, no, this experience is brilliant. And the way that this then works going forward, it's pretty amazing, to be honest with you. But it was just the ride itself, not digital joy. I just thought I would have liked to have had some of those tests back. It's still called Test Track. It's not, you know, future car designer or something like that.
1: Mm.
5: And they're not testing it. Yeah, we've now got the plasma burner on the side of the car, which I think every car really needs.
0: Dunks, did you say you picked <laughs> up your plastic annual passes?
5: Are, we did, just, We went to uh, to the Odyssey Centre and picked those up set to tip what characters you want. Uh, and then they said the Mickey band will be available in about a month.
1: Okay.
5: Um, so that was good, And, you know, they look exactly the same as, as a paper ticket but they're plastic. It's like a key to the World Card, to be honest with you, but, uh, you know, the, the t- there's, a, there's a test tap-in, tap-out area um, when you, you can try it, and it does seem very good, so when we're going to go to, I don't know if there are in Hollywood Studios, we're going to go there tomorrow, uh, and I can try them then.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what are the crowds like today?
5: It's quite busy today, but it's a Sunday, even though it's on the Springlands, it's only supposed to be a four, it is very, very busy today, there's quite a lot of people around um, but, you know, it's not open if is a flower garden. I mean, I have walked around it. It does look amazing this year. The, the Monsters Inc. ones look pretty phenomenal, to be honest with you. The Monsters Inc. University. And the Carl's ones are pretty special as well. Uh, and we did,
1: uh,
5: we did have a bit of food as well, walking around, as you'd expect.
0: D- did the food remind you of the food and wine, then?
5: Uh, well, they've had some couple of beers fancy anyway, you beer not be so that's all weather, and we had some of the German potato cake with apple sauce that was like nice. uh, ginger ice cream, had some of that. Um, so, yeah, no, there was a bit of food, but we obviously, there's not as much as food and wine, but there's,
3: there's some nice food on try. Uh, uh, right? Different. So the, the stuff you get at the uh, Flower and Garden, is the food the same sort of stuff as you get food and wine, or is it something new?
5: Um, some of it's the same. So the ginger ice cream, because I've had that at food and wine. The other menus are different. So the Morocco menu is different. There's quite a lot of more bean based stuff, um, which is quite nice if you like the pudding. Um, so right. there's quite a lot of that, but there's not as many kiosks, so you haven't got, you know, the English one is called the Cottage. Um, and that had, you know,
0: like, switch, that cheese, which was quite nice. Like. Cool. Any more questions for him before we let him go, Adam? No,
3: yeah, we'll let him go and enjoy his ride.
0: Okay. Uh, Dougs, we'll yeah, let you go, but I'm sure we, we, we'll catch up with you again later this week and do a bit more recording, if that's okay.
3: Um, yeah, apparently that's fine.
0: He said that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got Yeah, see you later, guys. Thanks, bye. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. We have visual contact.
4: Go, go, go. Yeah. Make way for the big Howdy partners. Climb aboard. Carnivores versus pork bellies. You're on old school. Your mission, get there. The all-new attraction toy story mania. It's 4D, which is one better than 3D. Oh, security! Oh. It works every time. Now at Disney's Hollywood Studios.
0: Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this
5: here's the wildest ride in the wilderness.
3: This is indeed the Disney Brick Radio Show live on Orlando Sky Radio. There was Craig Duncan outside Test Track, or kind of in the queue for Test Track. Tell us a little bit about uh, what it is like. He's not a big fan, is he? Bless him. He doesn't mind the ride. but
0: Can I just say something? Yeah, go on. We should have PG rated. People send pictures in of things <laughs> they do while they're listening to the show. Yeah. Because while that was on, I happened to know someone, not going to mention any names here, who was perhaps you, you vacationing, promised
2: that
0: yeah, <laughs> vacationing in their... No, it's okay, Alan. Vacationing in their house in Orlando. Yes. Getting their nails
3: painted. Yes, I've got a text message. They're getting their <laughs> nails painted. And uh, can I just say that uh, BCL 1973 has actually said they want to see a picture of his feet for Disney Brit as he's sunbathed by the pool. But also they, that BCL 1973 has also said uh, that... Uh, Pirate's Adventure sounds cool, but would take up too much of my precious time. Again, sounds more for locals. That's quite an interesting uh, point of view. Oh, it's definitely something I'd, I'd try. I don't know whether it'd definitely be... Oh, is it for locals, do you reckon? Nah. I don't think nine, so.
2: Nine times out of ten... And, oh, here I go with the stereotype. Get <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. Here we go again. Locals don't know what's
3: happening. No, that is true, because they don't listen Hen- to the... Hence the thing
2: that they did the feed the goat twitter thing yes that's true um to try and boost the interest in what is going on currently at the parks that's true i think
0: what, what he's referring to though as well though to a certain degree is the fact that sometimes you want people to get caught up in this so you can get on and do what you're doing
3: yeah yeah that's something i have i suppose those i think what he's trying to say is as people have more time would be yes, able to go back and agree rather than yeah so that's yes. true if so you've got an opinion do uh, tweet us at Brick. we'll read them out of course and again on email radio at com or over on facebook.com Disney Podcast. now uh, I've given you a little bit of time Alan to come up with a um, a sort of title for our new segment of which I believe yes. you have failed miserably at because that, um, I, quite I well. think you'll find that it was actually Juz that came up with this one
0: i came up with this weeks ago he's just gonna steal it i'm gonna <laughs> sue him don't sue
3: him so do you want to explain a little bit because this is i don't know whose brainchild this was actually it was was it a mixture of a few people
0: it was oh, a mixture of the people apart from adam <laughs> apart from me i had nothing to do they said
3: so we're gonna do this and i went yeah okay that sounds good so do you want you two want to explain kind of what this is all about
2: do you, want, do you want to start juz
0: well it was about six weeks ago on a rainy sunday <laughs> afternoon
3: <laughs> you think comfortably and it was cold as well. It was
0: cold. And the, the common denominator between myself, Alan and Dunks came through. And that common denominator was Alan.
2: That it was, was Alan. like eating food. Oh, yes. Good. That's right. <laughs> we, we felt that there wasn't enough food being ate amongst
3: the Disney community.
0: Which is bizarre considering the size of myself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was food, wasn't it? So Alan, do you want to kind of explain what, what we've been up to recently?
2: Okay, we, we
3: put a few things on
2: the website to start to put the idea that people can see different items of food. Um, you know, you hear people talk about, I'm, I can't even think of what they call called now, say Tonga Toast, right? Yeah. Okay, I personally don't know what Tonga Toast looks like. I don't know what it tastes like. So I thought, okay, if we put that sort of thing on the website, people can put comments and talk about it, yeah. put their photographs in, their experiences. Yeah. But as part of that, we thought, well, wouldn't it be good if we could actually do some of the recipes from the park as well and potentially get to be other fair, people
0: speak for yourself what we said was is there any excuse we could do to eat more food
2: well that is true <laughs> and um the, the size of these recipes you do eat a lot more food <laughs> yeah you really do so the, so the plan was basically we, we cook the food we talk about it we'll tell you what our experiences is Maybe next week or within the next two weeks, you want to cook and do the recipes, and then share your experiences of it, and then we build up a big database and experience list thing.
3: Yeah. So and we all get fat together. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. So uh, last weekend, weekend before, I went up to sunny Scarborough to visit Alan, and we decided we were going to do go into the kitchen. It was
0: just invited. Uh, just in, gonna...
3: was invited to come make it. Uh, we were going to. Was some... just
0: really invited.
3: Yes. Um, we were going to go into the kitchen and we were going to have a go at I, cooking I, I, some Disney recipes. Uh, these were Disney recipes that none of us had tried. Well, bar a few of them. We sorry, haven't tried before. my phone.
0: Hello, Mum. No, I wasn't invited. Thanks for listening, Mum. It doesn't matter, Mum. It's okay. Um, sorry about that. So,
2: so we sat down. Your, your mum said you were busy. Yeah, she I did like busy. She said he's coming around for Yorkshire puddings this weekend. Yeah, that's
3: exactly what I That's was. not
0: true because I never see him.
3: Oh, She's oh, ringing. Phone
0: again. Hello, yeah. Mom. Yeah, I should come home <laughs> more often. Sorry.
3: Anyway, we're going to run out of time at this rate. Stop. We, um, <laughs> we thought well, we'd have, have to a go stop you anyway. at creating Mom's Meat Loaf, which is from the 50s Primetime Diner. So, what you're going to hear now is the audio of uh, us attempting to make this Mom's Meat Loaf. And if you want to have a look at uh, basically how we did it and what happened, if you head over to DisneyBrit.com now, there is a post up there that gives you all the ingredients in UK measurements and gives you some photos of some of the things we made, of how we made it, and of Alan's attempt at breadcrumbs. So uh, this is Disney Brits Attempt at Mom's Meatloaf.
4: And now, the show that has the whole town cooking.
3: Veggie, fruit, fruit. Veggie, veggie fruit, fruit.
1: I simply have to tell you
3: that. Welcome to the Disney brick kitchen where there's myself and Alan. Say hello, Alan. Right there. He's he's in the corner.
2: Complete
3: with the, uh, Why? Oh, okay. Well, Alan's here. He's currently making toast for his daughter. But we are in the kitchen because we're trying a, a new... Oh yeah, we're trying a new sort of project where we're going to be attempting to make... Um, Items that are available in Disney restaurants. And um, <clears throat> today we're attempting to cook a meal based three. three... Oh, that's Alan breakfast in the fridge. Making uh, a meal based on three elements with the three different things at the parks. Uh, we've got a uh, mum's meatloaf, which is coming from 50s primetime diner. We've got... What's the other one, you remember? Anna Potatoes from the Concourse Steakhouse at the Contemporary Resort, as Alan branches at night. Does family. she work there? Uh, Anna. Yeah. Daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Potatoes, um, and also we're going to have a little uh, go a little bit later at chocolate souffle from Parlo's. So we're going to sort of talk you through as we make these, and uh, we're going to see how they do. You'll be able to see photos from the website when we finish. So, should we start? Yes. Right. So we start with meatloaf. Okay. So we're going to start with meatloaf. Just to let you know, these are the ingredients you need it's two pounds It's two pounds of ground beef, one pound of ground pork, four large eggs, one cup seasoned breadcrumbs, half a cup finely chopped onions, quarter of a cup finely chopped green pepper, quarter of a cup finely chopped red pepper, two tablespoons plus half a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, half a teaspoon of coarsely cracked black pepper or to taste. Half a teaspoon of course salt, half a cup of ketchup, one teaspoon of brown sugar, and one teaspoon of Dijon mustard. Now we've had a bit of a problem with cups and stuff, haven't we? Let's yeah, a little it's, bit. It's, well,
2: As cups and pounds are um, sort of natural in our country, tends to
3: be everything's on grams and millimeters. Then we've had to convert this recipe, and pounds I sort of got wrong. Yeah, we were in um, a local supermarket, Staines, Brisbane. And uh, we were trying to find two pounds of ground beef, and Alan mistook that as uh, basically it was um, four kilograms of ground beef. When I piled up eight packets of uh, fifty gram beef, he realised that maybe that was a little bit too much. So we googled it, and it turns out it works out at about a kilogram, so two pounds roughly a kilogram. And, and yeah, you're just two to one ratio. Which you know, <laughs> <just have> <laughs> way round? So first things first, we need to preheat the oven. To three hundred and fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing we should <laughs> Yeah. That's probably around two hundred. I think let's go for two hundred. Uh, so that's on uh, That's good to go, I think. Uh, lightly oil, two, eight by half an inch and four by half an inch loaf pans. There's one loaf tin. That should be we need two loaf tin? Apparently we need two eight-inch and, and eight-by-four-inch loaded. Well, That's one. <laughs> we only got one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we must uh, just uh, say that these us are in our own house. We haven't stolen somebody's house. We're currently in um, Alan's Holiday Home in Scarborough, uh, where we have to find things. Um, so, we've got one, so that should do us anyway. It says, in a large bowl, combine the beef, pork, eggs, breadcrumbs, onions, green pepper, red pepper, two tablespoons of water sauce, pepper and salt, uh, just until well blended, you know, um, so basically put everything in, so uh, there's, there's one, Alright, so, if, I think we may have slightly more than we actually need, but, um, do, do you think we should actually make it in a bigger tray, I rather
2: think, than a lot yeah. of two... <laughs> Now, um, I'm going to add something for here, yes, I, we've done a few recipes, this is the first one that we're going to be doing live for, for the, for the, the show, past. yeah, and I've had a
3: problem with quantities. And after every recipe I've done, I said we should half the quantities. And um, look, looking at what we're doing here, we sure should the have, have done the same thing. So um, basically, there is now a bowl full of meat on the worktop. Now, if you go over to disneybrook.com, you'll be able to see all the stuff that we're doing. Uh, two pounds of meat and one pound of ground pork, so that's in. I shall lightly put for in in this bowl. This is great for radio. It is. That's yeah. a visual feast. Ready. So what are we going to put in there? Um, got to, we need to put in everything. Pretty <laughs> much. So that's one egg. Two eggs. Two eggs. Three eggs. And four, four eggs. eggs so we'll Let's get rid of that. In. Keep the kitchen tidy. Yes. It's like James Martin on Saturday Kitchen. Except stuff tastes fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Now we have to say, because we haven't said this yet, we haven't actually. We purposely haven't looked at the recipes yet. Uh, we know what the ingredients are, and we have kind of pre-chopped a lot of stuff. We don't know exactly how to make it. So Alan is currently making breadcrumbs, and, and we skimmed through the recipe to see that we needed it a lot of tin, but didn't we like it needed tin. Yeah, So, um, so there we go. So I'm just light. It says just say here that they need to be lightly beaten. And so it just say, a large bowl. Combine the beef, eggs, breadcrumbs, onions, and green pepper. So I'm going to put the Egg in. So that now looks absolutely disgusting. Right, now we need, it says a quarter of a cup of finely chopped green peppers and a quarter of a cup of chopped red peppers. Um, we need to put uh, onions in, so it's half a cup of onions. So here we go, let's just choke off chopped in onions. Do you want to explain a little bit about what we're planning on doing with that? Um, what we're
2: going to do up next, well, we still have to say that. Maybe we just we're gonna.
3: <laughs> the man, man in Sainsbury's got a bit cross when you've got a knife out to try and buy half. Yeah, security could be down. Right, so we've now got in our bowl, uh, we've got our beef, our pork, our eggs, we've got our onions, got our green and red peppers, now I'm going to put in two tablespoons of Worcester sauce.
2: That's one tablespoon gone
3: in. Should, should try them out in the oven, but that'll be very slow. Yeah, we'll we've run out of time. We'll be off there before we finish. Um, right, there we go. Second tablespoon is done. And now we need to add the breadcrumbs. Yeah, the breadcrumbs. Alan's. You could, you could call them breadcrumbs or more like bread lumps. Um, there's Alan bread lumps. OK, put the bread lumps in <laughs> <laughs> to do Okay. Um, we'll, we'll also point out this is not meant to be a spoof. Uh, no, this is actually genuinely us cooking dinner for tonight. Yes. So we're actually genuinely cooking dinner here. Uh, again, if you go to the website, you'll find photos of what we've done so far. So, so all okay. we need now is the salt and, and, cracked, cracked, and cracked peppercorns. Do we have any peppercorns? We, we, had, we uh, had some salt. Right, so to go back to what's in the recipe on the big bowl We've got beef, pork, eggs, breadcrumbs, onions, green and red peppers Two tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce, that's one Cracked pepper, apples, salt And then we're going to mix it just, right. just to blend it So basically this is the best of it Because, because, because in we've got bowl. so many ingredients in the bowl We're literally, I'm just going to use my hands There we go what do we need to do next, time? What does it say? this on the table. I'm sure it's on that. <laughs> um, right, OK. So divide make sure, one of the important things is with this, yeah. is if you put your egg in earlier, it's going to sink to the bottom. Good, um, So make sure you get all of the egg. You've got to get the egg back. That's from the off. bottom.
4: Right, OK,
3: have got to divide the meat mixture in half. Yeah. Shake into two loaves. Yeah. And place into the prepared loaf tins. Now, how do we prepare these? by getting them out of the cupboard. We've lightly oiled them, that's how we've done that. Is that actually, what you've done? Have right. you made sure you've done that, Alan, yeah? I'm just uh, going to do that. I've only got one loaf. Okay. There. Right. So I would say that is pretty well mixed. Yeah. Okay. So the meatloaf, I think, is about third, is it not? Yes. We need to divide that into two loaves. Right. So it actually takes about an hour and ten minutes to cook this the um, Basically, it says, once we've done it, divide it into two halves, and place in the prepared loaf pans, uh, bake it 50 to 60 minutes, so the internal temperature taken with an instant read thermometer is 155 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. An instant read thermometer is also known as a finger. Yeah, um, we haven't got one in there. We haven't got one so we're just going to cook it. So uh, let's fill the loaf tins then. They are now ready. They're now going to go into the oven. And enough. in an hour's time, they will come out and we'll be able to do what is the next step of creating our meatloaves. Uh, meatloaf in the oven now uh, for about 45-50 minutes as it said and uh, we've got to take it out because what we've got to do now is to make or as we've already pre-made the um, the glaze that goes on top of it which is a, an interesting glaze because it doesn't contain what you would really expect it to contain so let me just give you the ingredients for the glaze that we've just made on our front here um, you actually need um, some ketchup as half a cup of ketchup, which sounds like quite a lot. It, it is an awful lot, but it does work. You've then got uh, one teaspoon of Dijon mustard, and then uh, one tablespoon of brown sugar. Now, they're currently in the oven cooking away. We've actually already made it. We've pre-made it. But you mix all those three together, and then after the um, meatloaf has been in the oven, for about 50 minutes-ish, take it out. It's well cooked through. And then you basically over the... Uh, the topping and then you spread it out, and it goes back into the oven then for another 10 minutes. And, Hi, um,
1: I'm steak. oh, are you? We've
3: got a visitor. Hello, would you like to say hello to our listeners, Harry? Say hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. There we go, that's Harry. See, if we good do good. bring, I do bring him to certain places, <laughs> and it's leaving. So, that's gone back in the oven now, that's ready to go, and um, and that should be ready to eat in about uh, 15 minutes. On we will add to it, though, we will add to it that we have
2: we We decided to um, alter the recipe slightly. Because mm. although the recipe doesn't say flick off the grey stuff that oozes out the meat. It's the grey stuff. <laughs> We're not sure if it was delicious. It, lo- it looks like the fat from the meat sort of yes. boiled to the it's top. It's the grey stuff. is
3: delicious. Don't believe me. That's the missus. That's the missus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's all now the other Ready to go. and um, sh- I'll get you some milk in a second. I apologise for our interruptions. So that should be done and ready to eat in about 15 minutes time. There you go. There was our attempt at making meatloaf. And, and do you know what? It actually turned out okay. Is it not how <laughs> The
2: word is okay.
3: There you go. And just a bit non Disney music in the background. Um, no, it did turn out all right, and and it tasted all right as well, didn't it? Come,
2: come on, Adam, you could have get some Disney music in there. I've, I've got meatloaf. Just because he's oh,
0: <laughs> that took Alan a long time it didn't, to figure it it out. Didn't, didn't it? It just, what's, he, what's
2: he doing? I'm, I'm thinking he's doing his farewell tour at the moment in the UK. It's Is it? another farewell tour? Another farewell?
0: Another tour. one? Yeah. I'm just going to try and figure out how uh, Adam's going to do the background music for the rest of the recipes in the future.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I may have just set myself up for a fall. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, and it's
0: sad because no one heard all of that because I wasn't invited. I just turned it down and muted you all.
3: Yeah, and, and um, that's fine. And apparently stale breadcrumbs is the way to go. Hello. Yeah. I
2: I bought... um. Was it like a tiger bread order? Yeah, you brought like, bread fresh bread
3: made in the supermarket and tried to make breadcrumbs from it. Yeah, you just whack it in the oven for a little bit and then
0: yeah, it becomes good. stale and then you it's can utilise it again. But, you <coughs> know, I, you would have known that if I was...
1: Infected. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Anyway, if you, you head over to com. you will find uh, there is the recipe there for you to make it. You'll find what it should look like if you buy it from a Disney restaurant. What it looks like when we finish making it as well. Make
0: the picture at the top looks better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, when we actually
3: sliced the meatloaf and put it on the plate, it looked very similar. Um, <laughs> it It if you it it just, look if just kind of squinted your eyes a little bit, it looked absolutely the same. If you should take the
0: piece of with soft focus lens, yeah.
3: <laughs> it's all absolutely fine if you do it that way. But there you we go. Right, we're going to move on because uh, we've got around the world in eighty segments to do. We've only got about twenty minutes left in which to do <laughs> 80 it.
2: Eighty seconds on uh, it. Yeah, literally <laughs> eighty
3: seconds. Eighty around eighty segments. Oh, I don't know what it is. Anyway, we're just going to take a quick break and then we shall return with our around the world in eighty segments.
5: Hi everyone, this is Craig Duncan. Please come and join me for my soul show every Sunday at 9 o'clock UK, 4pm Eastern. You'll only find me on Orlando Sky Radio. Come by and say hi. yee
4: Hello everyone. This is Yeehaw Bob Jackson from Walt Disney's Port Orleans Riverside Resort. And I'm giving a big shout-out to all my friends listening to Orlando Sky Radio.
0: (laughs) Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com your number one source for the magical world of Disney.
3: We are continuing our Around the World in 80 at segments. Adam,
0: what, 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 what? Can I just interrupt and be very rude yeah, and just can, say... Yeah. I am so glad you just played that advert with Craig Duncan on. Why? Because I got a message last night at nine o'clock Eastern time saying, Where is my show? <laughs> and it quite clearly states that Duncan says in that,
3: nine o'clock UK. UK time, time four PM Eastern. <laughs> Bless. Can I
2: also add something in here before you start your next segment? Yeah. <laughs> you still never said what the name of our segment was. <laughs> did we not?
3: What what did we decide that it was? It was mouse versus food?
2: Mouse versus Food was the one that just came up with. There we go. I came in up tribute with. Tribute to P- our, our,
0: Adam, um, from Man versus Food. Yeah.
3: Is- and we are heading over to the Canadian Pavilion. We're going to get as much in about the Canadian Pavilion as possible. Now, I don't know about you guys, but this is one of those pavilions that I kind of pass by quite quickly, quite often. I don't always go in and, and really take a good look round. Is that just me? Um,
2: it it is awkward because it's on. It's on lots of levels, isn't it?
3: (laughs) What do you mean? Why is that awkward? It's got a top floor and a ground floor and a first floor and a...
2: No, as in... (laughs) The restaurant's relatively near the front. Yeah. The attraction's very far through the back. Yeah.
3: But I believe there's some shops and it's upstairs to a higher level. Well, yeah, you've got several buildings in there. You've got, obviously, the gardens at the back, um, which have got a 30-foot waterfall in there with the Rocky Mountains. You've got the Hotel de Canada, which is in there as well. Um, you've also got the wonderful Le Cellier in there, and you've got the attraction which is called O Canada, which the music you can hear in the background at the moment is uh, is from. Now, um, I, I think is you've it, got... Is it Celion de Léon? de Léon. No, it's Canadian Idol winner Eva Avila. Uh, I, no, I, I just thought can't be believe
0: in. that Alan's objection to this is the fact that he has to walk. Yes,
3: it's not the And the stairs. stairs.
0: What are they thinking
3: of at Disney? So uh, let's just go through then. The, the, the sort of Victoria Gardens area. Has anybody really explored that properly? Mm, I'm yes. sure some people have. Have any of you to explore this properly? I love about Canada. This, I don't think I have. I don't think I've explored this properly at all.
0: I really, really love Canada, bar one part of it. Which part? The film. Oh, can't the
3: stairs? The film. What's wrong with the film?
0: You've seen it once. That's enough for anyone. Martin Short, a film.
3: Yeah, it's it's not as bad as it used to be. It was updated in 2007. I think it was September 2007. Um, It's a 14-minute movie done in Circle Vision 3D. It is narrated and hosted by uh, Martin Short, who is obviously a Canadian actor. Um, I didn't realize. that he was Canadian until I first saw the film, I just thought you know he just sounds American, therefore he probably is American, which means we're now probably going to get so, so many, so many emails from Americans now going,
4: how dare
3: you! But, but the then, actual you... the
0: actual scenery and the waterfall and yeah. all the rock is absolutely stunning.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you got you've got Niagara Falls that's in there. You've uh, it shows Toronto, Vancouver, the Canadian Rockies, Enchanted Forest. You've got Quebec, Montreal. Um, You've got loads of really sort of stunning views in there. But it's again, it's one of those films, isn't it, where you've seen it once you've seen it a million times.
2: I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just sort of going back to the Victoria Gardens here. I've just yeah. stopped to look at some pictures. It's a lot bigger than I thought, them gardens. Yeah,
3: they are. They're massive. Um, so I, have you just I, walked past them in the past?
2: I, th- I think so. I think I've just sort of not really looked at them.
0: Is it because cast members have said to you, Alan, would you like to look at our gardens? He's gone... You think I'm walking over
3: there? (laughs) I was focused on the stairs or the food, you see. (laughs) That's probably what it is. We've got the Northwest Mercantile back there and the Trading Post shop back there as well. So you've got two shops you were talking about earlier about what these shops are but as you say you know it's actually a really nice place to walk through you've Mm. got all those sort of very canadian looking buildings you've got the hotel style building as well and your waterfall um you've got a really nice area to walk around as well Um, and then you've obviously got the o'canada section which is kind of it almost looks a little bit like it's supposed to be an old mine um yes yeah it's all right it's an okay film what would you give it if we're going if we're going sort of out of five, what would you give Le Cellier's... Um, Le Cellier, the Oh Canada, the film. Just, just the film? Yeah, just the yeah. film on its own. Two. 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 Alan? The actual film, yeah. I'll give two. Yeah, see, I'm going two for the film. but for the, then, for the theme tune. For the theme tune, Oh Canada, Canada, Oh Canada. She sings in French at one point, no idea what she's saying. She should speak Canadianese. Canadianese. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> says get
0: out this film's not worth wasting 14 yeah. minutes of your life on
3: move on go eat in La Cellier <laughs> which uh, we're going to go and do now because I'm guessing we've all eaten in La Cellier
4: Oh. oh yes
3: and you see Le Cellier was introduced to me only a few years ago for the very very first time and people have talked about this cheddar cheese soup and all this sort of stuff and uh, I tried it and honestly it's absolutely amazing just to give you the choice of food that they got there for the appetizers you've got the Wagyu beef capaccio, the Cedar cr- uh, Creek Clams the four Fig Salad the Seared Scallops the Heirloom Tomato Salad the Cellier Lobster Chop Salad a Steakhouse Caesar Salad an assortment of Artisan um, Cheese and the Canadian cheddar cheese soup in there as well which is made with moose head beer and bacon has anybody tried anything other than the cheddar cheese soup on the can exercise? I just say
0: as people know me I'm not the kind of person who eats the food that my food eats no so I tend to but this is the, one of the only places where I've sat down and the freebie, which has been breadsticks from around Canada, yeah, brilliant. Oh, has yes. sold me straight away because it's the most amazing different flavours you get in bread. That yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, at. definitely. I could eat that and walk out. They don't like it. But I could
3: do. Then just go. Thank you very much. Uh, but the food there uh, is—I uh, think we all say cheddar cheese soup, aren't we? As as the sort of the best one to go for.
0: I've had the steaks there. The food is just, it's, it's, it's a steaks, bit pricey, yeah. but it's amazing.
3: But yeah, it's not, it's not cheap. And if you're on the dining plan, it's now going to cost you two credits to go and eat there. Yes. Uh, and we've now got an all-day menu. This menu's changed, uh, I think it was sort of towards the end of last year, where you get the same, whether you go for lunch or for dinner, same price, everything. It's just become so popular um, that now, you know, people are, are flocking there and they've upped it to a, a signature dining restaurant and it's got two credits.
2: One one of the things that they did that when I was there, we went to lunchtime on the dining plan. Yeah. When it was two credits at lunchtime, I don't know if it still is or not. no. One credit at lunchtime. I believe it was two credits all day now. Right. Okay. And the dining plan credit system meant that you could have a starter. Yeah. A main course or mm-hmm. a main course and a pudding, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they had a special deal on that you could have a starter, a main course, and a sp- pudding. Yeah. As a special combination of having the cheddar cheese soup, the filet mignon and the, the chocolate mousse pudding.
3: It's oh, a shame. Well, let's no. go on to entrees then and let, explain what you get on an entree. You, as Alan just said, you get Le Cellier Mushroom Filet Mignon, the Grilled Bone-in uh, Rib, the Grilled Wagyu Short Rib, the Canadian Prime New York Strip, the Yellow Tail Snapper, the Lamb Rack, the Curabuto Pork... The roasted free-range chicken, and then side you get poutine fries, creamed spinach, roast marble potatoes, lobster macaroni and cheese, uh, California gratin, uh, California Ca- cauliflower gratin, and sautéed <laughs> mushrooms. California gratin, I don't know what that is. I love it. Cauliflower. Canadian speak. <laughs> I can, yes, I'm, I'm trying to do the Canadian accent. It's, it's kind of yes, it's, it's a working very, really well. Very we, unique we? accent, just from the south of Quebec. <laughs> only only a handful speak it. Um oh wait oh, fillet here is amazing. It's forty three dollars. Yes, it's not cheap, but it is a good piece of steak.
2: It it is um triple A grade Canadian beef film, say.
3: Is it? Is it?
0: It's almost it's as if you've the read the best that. horse I've ever tasted. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's UK. That's, that's doing. UK. That's yeah, that's if, you, if
3: you want to go to the Rose and Crown, on the other hand. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll coming to that uh, next any time Any Grand around. National winner you like yeah, at Rose and Crown. At all. Uh, and then for desserts, we've got the trio of chocolates. Uh, we've got the roasted pumpkin cheesecake, pistachio cake, the no sugar added heirloom apples, the maple creme brulee and the melon and cucumber sorbet. I'm putting my hand up for the maple creme brulee. It's stunning.
0: Mm-hmm. I um, that. Brilliant.
3: Alan, um, your um, chocolate mousse isn't there anymore.
2: I know, I'm looking at there. Where's the chocolate mousse? It's gone. The, cho- the chocolate mousse was in the shape of a moose. Well, not
3: anymore. It's now in the shape of a horse. No, it's gone. <laughs> it has gone. But, uh, well, you say that. If we go into the kids' menu, they do, they do get an appetizer choice of Canadian <laughs> that's, cheddar that's cheese.
0: That's what Alan got with the kids' menu. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 what we've got here is the Canadian cheddar cheese soup or house cream salad to start with, the grilled sirloin with brown rice, uh, elbow pasta, grilled chicken, seared salmon, or you can have grilled chicken and seared salmon as mini uh, Mickey check meals, which you get uh, as one package. And for desserts, they do have chocolate mousse, ice cream sundae, and fruit salad. So, yes, Alan, I think you may have been duped and you may have I just paid small slash menu. menu.
2: I thought it was strange why um, I got one sort of plate that looked like it was three plates merged in
3: the one. <laughs> that would be why. And
0: a colouring book.
2: <laughs> that would be
3: exactly why. You kept going why. past the
0: lines, you kept getting told off. <laughs> oh,
3: well, dear. there's one other thing that we haven't mentioned in the Canadian Pavilion, and that is live entertainment. And they have what, in my opinion, is one of the best... Pieces of live entertainment in the whole of Epcot and it is off kilter. Have you guys stopped for off kilter? Uh,
0: I hate to say I have done that awesome and they beat the next door neighbor hands down.
3: Yes, they do definitely. Uh, Alan, you heard off kilter? I, I haven't stopped for
2: them, but I have heard them all around World Showcase. They are very loud.
3: But although Without they are adults. very loud, they are also phenomenal. Uh, the, the and they sell the, DVD, that they the CDs on the cart next to them, don't they? Yeah, they do. You can pick up some really good CDs of Op-Kilter. Well, um, what we're going to do is that kind of just about brings us to the end of the show. We haven't really got much time for anything else today, unfortunately. Uh, Roger Palmer has said he likes Ope Canada movies simply because it reminds him of his visits to Canada. But uh, his wife was bored stiff watching it, apparently. So there we go. <laughs> uh, but if you've not heard of... <laughs> Marriage one,
0: made in heaven. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Come on,
3: love. I'm gonna... <laughs> You're annoying She's me. She's probably going, going, to when Canada. did you go to
0: canada <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh talking about off kilter and talking about music uh, from the parks and we're going to play you a little bit of off kilter so you can hear a little bit of what you might have been missing and then we're going to round up the show so this is off kilter and amazing grace <laughs> So, you know, they do sing as well. It's not just all instrumental like that, but they have got some really great stuff that you can listen to. Uh, uh, I thought that was the, the... Song. That, that was the Scottish song. Yeah, that was the Scottish song? Yes, yeah. from the
0: Scottish Pavilion. Oh, right. Yeah.
3: No, that is, they have they Scottish roots, so they do use bagpipes as part of their music. But you can say you can get their albums. I think you can get hold of their albums on, on places like iTunes as well. So it's well worth listening to. But um, we've come to the end of the show. Can you believe? we filled a whole hour. Uh, and we didn't With even nothing. get to the news. Yeah. I was
2: I was sort of gave some sort of um, birth deaths and marriages at the
3: beginning. We did do do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, there was no did.
0: marriages or births.
3: <laughs> We did Pirates Adventure, I suppose. We didn't, know talk about LucasArts closing, about the sneak peek of Disney planes, or about Disneyland Paris adopting the photo pass. But I suppose I've just done that now, so that's absolutely fine. If you don't want to catch up with all of those news stories, you can go over to DisneyBrit.com. Also, if you want to uh, join in with any of the discussions that we've had, you can, of course, join on in Twitter, at DisneyBrit. You can email us, radio at DisneyBrit.com. And uh, also, you can go over to... Uh, facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit podcast. If you want to try out some cooking, do please have a go at the meatloaf. It is really, really easy to make. You seriously, you know, if us two idiots can make it and, and, not poison everybody, then you guys can try it as well. All the ingredients. But do make are there. sure there's a parent present? Yeah, please make sure there's an adult <laughs> present. Um, you can follow the ingredients, you follow the method. It's enough there to make sort of two or three meals. It really is absolutely well, massive. It
2: served us for two nights. It, it
3: served us for two nights, yeah. We actually ate one lot as a meal, and we ate the other lot like kind of like a burger almost. Yeah. And the
0: rest went to build the house. Yes, we,
3: yeah, that's basically it. But if you do try that, please do take some photos and email them in, and we'll compile some photos of everybody's loaves so we can see what everybody does next uh next the best episode, photo
0: alan and adam will take credit for <laughs> yes yeah, we'll, we'll
3: actually swap it out and change it for ours on the next show we will be bringing you how we made the anna potatoes which also went with our meal and we're going to be looking at the uk pavilion as part of around the world in 80 segments but that is it for now thank you very much for joining us thank you juz absolute pleasure man thank you alan anytime and we will speak to you in a few weeks time don't forget next Monday it is Disney Island Discs live on Orlando Sky Radio that's at the same time 9pm UK at 4pm Eastern yes Craig if you're still listening that's 4pm if you're in America not 9pm <laughs> we'll be back next Sunday for I on Orlando but until then we'll see you.